All right, how are you guys doing? This episode is sponsored by Policy Genius, and I want to tell you guys, the studio is almost done. I know it looks a little bit different than it did yesterday. We were on a, uh, or I, I was working on, I think I worked almost till, almost, I think it was like 1230 last night to kind of get it set up. We're missing at least one light. So as we, as we progress over the next couple of days, it's going to get a little bit better and better. I think the lighting's okay for now. I think you look pretty good. No, I agree. The lighting in the studio looks great. The TV looks freaking awesome. Well, the, the TV, I know a lot of people are talking about the, the, the brightness. The brightness is, but you know what most people comment about? That stupid I, Sonos I, soundbar. I, I can't do anything about it. I, I just want everybody to know. We I won't can't, do anything about it. I can't do anything about it. I'm not going to do anything about it. Uh, you, you know, hit hit that button. To make make me make me go and focus real quick. Look how sweet and succulent I look. Don't worry about that sound bar. <laughs> now the sound bar can't really go anywhere because it was already attached to the wall. But the TV was on one of those, you know, mounts. So I just the pulled, rail system. Yeah, the rail system. So I just slid it over so it actually was even inside of the room. So calm yourself. You guys just take it. It'll be okay. We're here to have a conversation. We're gonna start going live as well. I know a lot of people are like, God, you guys didn't go live. Well, there's a little bit of reasons why. You're I mean, I'll go on me. I'll tell them exactly why. Like we, <laughs> we had issues. We got excited about wanting to go live, and we we just we couldn't. Like we we just couldn't. We like we it, nothing was See, that's, that's the camera right yeah. there. No, see, I know for I, a fact. It's coming from this way. See, I love this. I love this setup, man. Like this know, this is the best setup that we've ever had. I know. I love this. Just, this is sucking. It, it reminds bit. me of between two ferns. Only we have one. Well, I can only afford one. I literally could not afford anything else. No, like why? It, it looks amazing. Let, don't change it. There's a there's a floating baseball card behind my head over here. Actually, that's not a baseball card. What, what do we have? Over that's there? General Patton's auto, or signature. Oh, that's right. It's a little bit different. That's than right. Than yeah, a little bit different card. than a baseball it's, card. It's a little cut. I know there's probably a lot of people saying, "Oh my god, I can't. I don't like the thing spinning." Well, we have a uh, we got some Robo Tine. I you know I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this out there. I don't believe Prigozhin is dead. Why? I don't know. I, I haven't seen video proof of his body. I haven't. I'm not going to lie. I looked through the body videos. There's dead people. I get it. But that, I, I looked through the body videos. Nothing identifiable as him. But so I, I did. A you, little, t- you tell me a manifest. A manifest is not. A manifest. A manifest can be made up. I 100% agree that they could make up the manifest. I'm not doubting that in the slightest. But they're saying that there was witnesses of him getting on the aircraft and prior to him getting on, like, like after the plane had already been swept, right? So they went through, they swept the aircraft before takeoff. And then right at the last minute, right at the very last minute, somebody brought up a box of wine, like high dollar and wine. And this is the new conspiracy theory. So tinfoil hat inserted, right? Somebody brought up a box of of high-end wine to t- tell, tell me these people the are able to see you close up right now no but you you i'm telling you, you now gotta they be can. on it see you got now be they on can that, no i i it's a discussion so i want everybody to see both of us <laughs> now they're just looking at me <laughs> now they're looking at both of us anyways man yeah they i mean it was a high-end bottle of wine right and that supposedly they rigged that box and that's what blew the tail end of the plane off no. Pull up the video of the plane. I, I, no, pull I up the video the, of the plane. I saw the video of the plane yesterday. I, you know what? I will. I, you know what? I will pull up the video of the plane. But I'm telling you right now, I know for a fact that I, I, you know, I don't want to say for a fact. I just don't believe it's real because the videos that I saw, there was white smoke behind the plane prior to it going down. Correct. Correct. Okay, so I can't show all that. See, this is this is why switching over to yours is good because there's a bunch of fire and all this. I'll see. Look, it's only showing that that video. I got to find the right one. So we, we weren't planning on talking about this, and now we're sitting here having this conversation. Here. God, I'm gonna find it. I should, see. I just don't know how to type. There it, it is, right there. Oh shoot, there it is. But this doesn't show the. 
No, but what it is this showing, doesn't show the white the white the white no, chunk I'm talking what about. What it is showing though is if because what there's what the initial thing was the Russian air defense took the sucker out. That's what they're saying is Russian That's air what defense. That's I the think took it out. Okay, so if a surface to air missile hit that aircraft, it would have had to just barely nick that sucker, which is a possibility. It is. A, I'm not saying 100% it's not a possibility. I'm not saying it's not. See this right here. Look, there it is. There it is. Look right there. What is that? That's a poof of smoke. Behind. Look at this. Tell me. Tell me something good. Look at that. Well, you can't really see it now. But here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll it back. Look. What is a poof of smoke doing behind a plane? No, you don't the have an plane, answer. Yes, I do. The plane's flying through the air. Right. Let's let's go back to like basic laws of physics. The plane's flying. It's going to keep going just because an explosion goes off. Doesn't mean it stops flying. No, I right. Didn't. So it goes off. All that sh- crap stays in that place. And then the plane continues on that path and goes down. Now, you ask why in the world would Russia admit that they use their air defense system to take it out? And knowing that Putin is a former KGB guy and he wants to assassinate him. Why, oh, why would they admit that they use some covert dude to insert stuff that's probably on the ground with Prigozhin's men? This? He's probably on the ground with Prigozhin's men that shoved that crap in the aircraft. Who admitted it? Who admitted that there's a guy that they put on the plane? This is what's being said. Oh, right this was being said. Okay. <laughs> that, oh, God. That's what's being I'm not, said. Okay. I'm not saying that it holds uh, a lot of ground. It holds no ground. I, last I heard was he was in Africa. And I remember saying this on the podcast yesterday. He is in Africa, and I went to go pull up Prigozhin. You not remember this? At the very end of that thing, I said, oh, yeah. Prigozhin's in Africa. And then I type it in, and guess what? Two minutes prior, Prigozhin had been, his, his plane has come out of the sky. blasted okay, out of the sky. So how does he go? No. I mean, I guess you can hop on a plane and go from Africa. I've done it before. Not to Russia, but Africa many times. But what I'm saying is, I guess he could have done that. But he was just in Africa. I guess, I don't know. I have a hard time believing right, it. But either way, can we can we celebrate for a second with this video that our viewers are going to enjoy? Because I yeah, but you, you guys to give me the video. video. I don't have the video. You didn't send it to me. Oh well, we're going to fix that problem. Yeah, I need I need the video for me to be able to do this. Yeah, I, I I'm really enjoying the fact that we can be a little bit more interactive. It's not just so robotic as it used to be. What do you, what do you want me to do? You want me to airdrop it? You want me to text it? How do, how do you want? I this just stuff? go ahead and text it to me. I'll throw it up there. I I could throw it up for the people. I mean, there's so much stuff on this progression as we as we scroll through. And I have some interactive maps I'll throw up while he's doing this. So the southern side of Robotine, actually, I think it's more like the southeastern side of Robotine or the eastern side, is looking pretty decent right now for the for the old Ukrainians. Not so much the Russians. I'll show you guys here in a second on Deep State why it doesn't look fantastic. All right, you on the big screen? Yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> Y me llama el cocinero. Risita, ¿qué? Ve por la paellera. Venga, que las dos de la tarde ya están aquí. Mira el bañador. La chancla. Todo despeinado porque no me dio tiempo. Y el bañador. Voy a la playa, voy a tener la marea. How do you not appreciate that video? I like it, I like it. That's good, no, because the thing is, yeah, 
It's funny because Prigozhin showed her this guy. He's a bad guy. He does a lot of things that were kind of not a good thing. Let me me go ahead and pop back out of here. I I don't feel like I've seen the world celebrate like that or like people being pulled together like that since 9-11. Like when Prigozhin got killed, like that's... Bin Laden. Now, people people were that that excited about Bin Laden, 100%. 100%. I'm sitting here scrolling through this just to see all the stuff that... I mean... Let's see. Breaking. Prigozhin was a talented man who made mistakes, says President Putin, as he breaks his silence over plane crash, as he made mistakes. I'm telling you, Putin shot him out of the sky. 100% shot him out of the sky. I'm not saying Putin didn't shoot him out of the sky. All I'm saying is that there may have been a bomb on the aircraft. Hey, I'm telling you, the truth is, it could have been, I guess, but the truth is, Putin's generals have died either from T or high-story windows. This time, he died over... Russia flying around in a his own jet with high high dollar. Can, wine. We, can we just all agree that he died and it's a good thing? I don't know if I can agree that he died. If he if he did die, then that's fantastic. But yeah, I guess he could be dead. But I mean, that's but what? Are, so here's the question: What's going to happen with all the the or not the uh, the Wagner troops? What are they going to do? Uprising? I heard there was going to be an uprising. That's, that's a solid question because I, heard that was I saw plenty of videos and I'll overlay some on the on this right video there. for him. Look at this! Look at this! Go ahead and put put, put us on the big screen right yeah, here. Yeah, you're on the big screen. Yeah, Wagner soldiers vow vengeance against Putin in the wake of their leader's death. Tensions escalate as the promise of revenge hangs in the air. Now right. I haven't even watched this video, but I'm going to assume it's just some dudes crying. I'm going to go ahead and kill the. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Wagner. It's yeah, in, I saw in. a bunch of videos. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, it, re- it reminded me of like when when a North Korean leader dies and everybody's like crying over him. That's what that looked like. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's kind of goofy when these guys, they don't, they know what they're doing is so bad that they're, they're forced to wear a mask or a face shield. And I look at this photo right here, just so everybody's like, look at this thing. Like, this doesn't scream to me. Like, this screams third world country to me. Just look at this. You got low hanging wires, some thing that was made yeah. in the bad print shop. Just like halfway, kind of reminds me of like now, a good area of Iraq. Now, now have you? Have, <laughs> did, did you see the videos? About- oh, look at this guy! He's struggling. His life is so tough. Our freaking leaders. Oh, I no. mean, it could have been like his best friend. You know, it's what I mean? It's is not. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, RT. God, this is great. I actually love the fact I can just scroll through. You're scrolling through RT right now? I'm just scrolling through the like live. God, man. Did you see see the videos about uh, Putin preparing for like another violent uprising? Like he's speeding back to Moscow and they're showing all the cop cars. I don't. I actually have that right here. I saw saw it when I was scrolling through. Do do you have anything to substantiate that? It's right there. Yeah, yeah, sure. There's a presidential motorcade speeding through. But do you have anything to substantiate that? No, I mean, we've seen this at least. I actually reported on this probably a year ago when the Ukrainians did something big and they and they were making like some type of good push. I don't remember what it was. And I remember like, oh my God, there's a motorcade. It's a big deal. And then mm-hmm. come to find out that this has happened at least 20 times since right. Since it's happened. Right. That's good. That makes me happy. Well, way to go. Um, This guy says here's a recap. Oh, here's a, here's a recap for you guys. I don't think I can zoom in on this. Uh, if you're just joining us, Wagner Mercenary Group. Da da da. They list all ten people on board the plane were killed. See, that's I just don't I don't know. I'm telling you, has anybody said believe that to be linked to Wagner? Says Brigosian planes was shot down. No confirmation. No, I'm telling you, yeah. no one believes it. You see that? No confirmation. Video footage verified that shows plane falling. Yes. Yes. 
Um, nope, don't care about that. He led a short-lived mutiny against Russian President Putin. Wow, I just wow, that just really jacked up President right. Putin. I'm telling you, no, I don't think I don't know if he's dead. I think it's kind of like what Danny Duncan just did. I, I, Danny Duncan did it on an, on another level though. Yeah, I, and whether or not it was a staged death, like how hard is it going to? Like they're going to have to pull DNA evidence off these folks and find teeth in order to confirm it was him. It's going to take a little bit of time. But if Russia's putting out that they killed Prigozhin, I don't think that. Why would Putin want to lie about that? Like, what does he have to gain I don't from know. that? The if anything, is, he's got a lot to gain if he's dead. But the things what if Prigozhin's like, yo, Prigozhin, you got to go into hiding. It's time for you to go into hiding, buddy. You got to go into hiding. You want me to kill you? Why would okay. he, why would he do that? Why would who go? And why would who why, go? why would Putin want Prigozhin to go into hiding? Because he's a, he's a, he's an actual like like problem for him, like a legit problem, like an actual problem. He's the only problem Putin's ever really faced in the last what thirty years. Yeah, I know he's a legit problem, years. which is why he would have wanted him dead, and why he would want to prove to his people that having an uprising against him is going to result in people dying. Okay. Well, either way. Even if he is dead, I think he was killed by the Russians. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Nah, dead. He's dead. He was the king of content for me for about a couple of years. Oh, here's Mr. Farr. What's what's he what's he reporting on now? Something uh, nothing that's important. This is great. This this is this is making I hope you guys are actually enjoying these these type of episodes, I guess, where they're more live based, which we are gonna do live stuff for sure. So um, I want you to pull up can you pull up the uh can you, can you no pull up the video I just texted over to you? Okay, it's it's coming out of the Coupians direction. I've I've been trying to keep up with Coupians and a lot of the stuff that's going up there. And pause that okay. sucker for a second, right. and then turn it down because we don't even need the volume for this. All right, so it's a couple minute long video. We go we going for big screen. Yeah, go for big screen. Okay. All right, and the deal is is Russia's been putting out a lot of misinformation up in the Coupians direction, a lot, which makes a little bit of sense. I kind of need to. Yeah, they've been putting out a lot of misinformation. This video I just came across today, and it's reportedly right of Russian soldiers that took over a Ukrainian position, and they're they're regurgitating a lot of the crap that we've heard from like the the Russian side of the house that the Ukrainians are running, that they're they're falling through, that they're afraid to fight, and all this other crap. Now, when you look at this video, right as we're going through it, there's a couple things I'm going to point out and pay attention. And I want to see if you can point them out before I do it, because I'm going to point them out after the video. But tell me if this looks like a place where a fight took place or if soldiers have been occupied for a long period of time. Tell me what your thoughts are as we go through this video. All right. So if you guys have a family like I do, you guys know how much your loved ones depend on you in the worst case scenarios. You guys wouldn't want them to be worrying about money or anything like that. I'm telling you guys, that is a burden on just about everybody. Now, Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. Like they know how valuable your time is. And that's why their technology makes it very easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks. So with Policy Genius, you guys can actually find life insurance policies that start at just $25 per month. And that's a million dollars in coverage. That's crazy. $25 a month, a million dollars coverage. Some options also have coverages in uh, as little as like a, a week and or and they also avoid the unnecessary medical exams, which I've had them. We don't want to have fingers shoved up certain areas. Not a big fan of that. Not saying that's not going to happen, but I'm not a big fan of it. He loves it. I don't. Now, Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you guys find the best fit for your needs. They work with you, for you, not the insurance companies. That means they do not have an incentive to recommend it or like insure over another one. Like they're they're just they're there for you guys. They're not there to make money off of 
peddling whatever the insurance company wants them to peddle. Now, so you guys can actually trust their guidance. Policy Genius is for parents, caregivers, and anyone else who has people who depend on them. They simplify the process of getting insurance so you guys can protect the people you love. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilots. You guys, your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head over to policygenius.com or click the link at the very top of the description to get your free life insurance quote and see how much you guys could save. That's policygenius.com. The link at the very top of the description. So thank you so much to Policy Genius for sponsoring this episode. Now let's roll into this big clip we have on screen from Kupiansk. All right. Machine gunner. Okay. Said it's their position. This is where we met them. And then we were storming from this direction over here and we went further. Okay. Yeah. Next thing, the fighter close combat. All right. They start to run. They press us with artillery mortars. Okay. All right, wait for it. Grenades. Pet, look at the forest. So I just want to throw look this out the there area. real quick, everybody. I can no, I can see one thing that I, I noticed. There is no way that there's been a, a ton of artillery coming out in this area. Thank the trees you. are fully standing up straight. There's no, I mean, we, we know what it looks like. Bakhmont is absolutely destroyed. Some of these areas in the south are destroyed. You cannot tell me that there's any artillery barrages coming into this area right now. Wow, that was quick. Okay. They, they're saying there's weak, uh, weak opponents. There are poles here. Oh, they're talking about Polish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see we're going. Yeah. Look at look at the trees. My God. There's no pitting anywhere. They found American grenades. Shocking. Machine guns. Shocking. We all know that's there. Look how clean these guys' uniforms are, by the way. I just also want to throw that one out there. That's like a, a huge thing for me when and, I look at these kind of guys. Look, look at how, how clean their look at their, yeah. look how clean their uniform is. Look how clean this this bunker is. Right. What are they running from? They're just running. Okay. You so, could hear some shelling in the background, so I do believe it was taken in that area. Oh, well, that's fine, but look at the trees. Oh, here's a shell. That one's been fired. Okay, yeah. That makes... So a dud. Like, I guess I see some trees falling over, but they're, they're cut down. Look, that Not one's much. straight cut down. Some grenades, ammos, boxes. I'm not really seeing anything too crazy here. It actually looks like some of the areas I elk hunt. Is it, you tell me it's just random body a armor? A random assault pack. Oh, is that random assault, assault, I think assault, assault yeah, pack? Yeah, assault pack, yeah. The enemy, when we came here on the first day, we were birds, motors, tanks, word to everything rotten here. What does that even mean? Okay, RPG head. Yeah. It, that is so clean. It, thank you. What in the world? That thing was just pulled out. Thank what you. What the heck? Thank you. My God. I'm telling you guys. It, How oh, did that what? get under that? That's underneath the tree. <laughs> How is it underneath the tree? <laughs> That's been there for so damn long, it's not even funny. Look at the amount of crap in that hole. Look at the amount of crap yeah, I don't even in that, that hole that was, that was in there. That's not even it's not even somewhat believable, to be completely honest with you guys. Not even remotely close to being believable. No, and that was probably one of the most well-produced propaganda videos I've seen out of that entire area. If you look at the foxhole that was over there, really well dug, everything else, it has no signs of stress whatsoever, like they didn't even attack. So if you were to believe this guy's story that's, that's talking in this narrative, you would have to believe that they basically just gave up and ran away before they even got there. Because, I mean, I, I didn't even see shell casings anywhere no. throughout all of that. I didn't see any. There's no brass anywhere inside the bunker. There should be a tremendous amount of brass piled up. Like, I'm talking expended ammo, maybe even probably most likely links that they're using. I mean, there should be piles of links, like, everywhere. There should be links everywhere. 
there should be links everywhere. Those RPGs didn't look oh, like God. they were, had. Those were, those just were pulled fresh, out of fresh, pulled out, and, brown, um, and leaned right yeah. up against that tree. Like there was, there was nothing in that video that said to me that any sort of fight there took place whatsoever, minus a couple holes. That's it. Oh my God, that's just. <laughs> oh my God. You're right. No, you're right. Did you, I, I kind of like these video things. Let's go actually type in Ukraine and see what we got going on here. We haven't done any mapping, by the way. I know that Germany's delivering uh, some more more stuff in the raid packages actually coming up. I just saw that come through. I know we haven't talked about even at all. Um, I can bring up mapping if no, you'd like. I, yeah, well, let's go over the map here in just a second. I, I did see that Ukraine attempted some amphibious landing over south oh, in Crimea. Okay. Like there was a little intelligence operation that took place in Crimea. What Ukraine described as intelligence operation that took place in Crimea where they landed two rubber boats. Some eyewitnesses from the area said they saw the boats land. There was a couple explosions went off and then they left. What they were doing there, Ukraine's holding like close to their, you know, close. They're, they're playing it close to themselves. Their Ukraine's just saying it was an intelligence operation. Other than that, nothing new and exciting has really been coming out from that whole like area. There was a, uh, a surface to air missile that got destroyed over there yesterday. There's a cool video of a bunch of explosions going off. But other than that, not a lot of movement on the front. Well, there's no movement on the front and there's not a. All I, all I know is here, I'll go ahead and flip over to it. All I know is down here in the Roboton area, which. If we're on the big screen, this we can see. Look at this right through here. So this is, of course, going to be an ISW. I want to actually go to Deep State because Deep State, when you scroll out, they have moved a significant amount of forces, the Russians, right here. You can see along this line. I'm pretty sure we're pretty centered. But as I zoom in, as you guys can tell, right through here, this is that area, which hopefully we can see up here. You guys can yes. see, yeah. So that area right there was the one that we know for a fact was getting shelled probably three days ago, I think. That house was just north of here, somewhere on the edge of the city, which it's kind of hard, I guess, to tell on this map where it's at, but I can definitely tell on you this one. You can tell on that one. You can tell on this one. So that house area was like right here. I guess right here is where they were getting shelled. So they still have not pushed into that area where they were shelling completely. That, that, that's what ISW says. Now, Deep State says in other words. Look. No, I mean, the Russians have clearly, uh, it, like we've been talking about, they've moved their reinforcements up and into that area. They absolutely mm. have. And if you zoom in a little bit, just go south of Robotny, zoom in uh, just yeah. a tad bit. And remember how you were talking about that other village? Well, there's a uh, couple that of was them. down there. You can see there's the amount right of forces here. that are concentrated, one in that, yeah. Yeah, around that I mean, one village and then out like, in that open field. Yeah, they're all online. But right. I'm going to zoom out just a little bit. This is the area where I, I think that we're going to say, I think it's Verbove. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Verbove. I think this is one of the areas we're going to see them possibly push through pretty well. They are making a little bit more advancements and actually see how there's this, this gap right here. Mm -hmm. It's kind of unconfirmed, I guess you'd say, what's really going on. But look on this side, see? Yeah. This, this, this is where they have them. I think Verbove might be a way through, even though we know there is a route that leads into the city on this on this outer edge. And that's not like a I, – I wouldn't call, I would call it more of a dirt road or two-track than a uh, – I don't know. Then a um, it's unimproved road. It's not. It's not unimproved road. Yeah, and and chances are, like Russians probably either mined or through obstacles, anything like that on that improved road, that hardball road that's going in between those two villages. Obviously, yeah. they would have freaking done that. They've been using some off the beat path. Other than that, they're gonna have to find another way through if it's oh. slowing them down. Plus, Ukraine. We saw the videos like last week i think when like the main battle was taking place or earlier this week when the main battle was taking place and we showed the amount of like kazovacs that were taking place on the ukrainian side mm -hmm. like imagine for a second the amount 
of refit and reorganization that those guys are going to have to do before they push on to the next objective. You're talking about from Robotine going south? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's going to be insane. I, I, the USA just announced uh, new sanctions to hold those responsible for the forcible removal of thousands of Ukrainian children to Russia and to demand the Ukrainian children be returned to their families. That's not going to amount to anything. Um, what else we got here? We got Putin talking, which we don't really care. I'd like to offer my sincere condolences to the families of all victims. It's always tragedy. Wagner made significant contribution to fighting against Nazism in Ukraine. We will never forget this. Primary data indicates that employees of the Wagner company were also there on the crash plane. I would like to note that these are people who have made significant contributions to our fight against the neo-Nazi regime inside of Ukraine. We remember it, we know it, and we will not forget it. I have known Prigozhin for a long time since the early 90s. He was a man of difficult fate. don't really know what that means. And his mistakes were serious. Oh, okay. And he achieved results, including for Common Cause. He was a very talented person and talented businessman. He was a very talented businessman, and he put together one of the largest PMCs in the history of the world, for the most part, that I can think of. Yeah. And they were very successful in taking an actual city from the Ukrainians. But now we can say with for 100% that they don't have those men to fight inside of Ukraine anymore, which means probably the best guys outside of VDV is those men to take cities. I mean, to actually take and hold. And I don't even know if the, you're, the, t- you're talking the Wagner guys are the yeah. best ones to go I, take and hold oh cities. Oh God. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Why? Why? Why do you think that? I mean, Why? they're, they, they are, just lost their leader. They're no, getting, not now. I'm talking about, they lost these people beforehand. They were 100% the best. Like I'm looking outside of the Russian military for taking any kind of city. Okay. Guess who went first? What? Wagner. Guess who? Guess who held? Wagner. Guess who has lost a little bit of the areas after Wagner's left? The Russians. Russia. So, I, I mean, I, they're, they're, of course, the VDV are very good. We both can agree that they're when I say I, very good. I mean, let me let me rephrase this. <laughs> they're very good in the in the in the war that they're currently in. In comparison, speaking to Ukrainian fighters and Russian fighters, the VDV are going to be the better ones. Correct or no? Yeah, the Russian airborne troops. The Russian airborne troops is the VDV guys, right? Or yes. the VDV, whatever you want to call them. The VDV, right? The Russian airborne troops are the next level training. Like you would picture our 82nd airborne guys. Yes. You know what I mean? I can pull up some really gnarly training videos of the, the Russian VDV guys that would make you cringe and laugh. Right. But <laughs> do, do, do I think that they're going to be thrown in the fire a hell of a lot more often and that they're going to get more combat experience that way? Yes. Do I think they're extremely well trained? I Good question, man. I think they'll probably be the ones taking Wagner's place. And there is reports of them moving in south of Robotny right now. Oh, you know, you actually brought this up to me this morning. We never even talked about it. This right here. The Ukrainian military landed in Crimea. Did, did you? Yeah, I, no, I, I mentioned it. I haven't even, I haven't like, I don't think we even talked about that at all. No, I, I mentioned it. As I'm, I, I, I literally mentioned that like a little bit ago. Battle took place in temporary annex Crimea. This is, I don't know. Is there any footage that came out of this? No. So there's, it's not really. No, there's, there's no real footage that came out of there. It's just a couple, like I said, I, I read a couple reports that said civilians saw them land. The civilians saw them land. It was two rib boats, right? Rigid inflatable boats, two rib boats, uh, what was described as rib boats that landed. A couple guys got off. There was a short firefight that got back on and left. So it could be just how you described like the other week, 
how they went across the river and kidnapped that that guy or the guy defected that Russian officer. You remember that? Yeah, they no, could be doing more stuff like that, and they could have more operations like that that are going on, just like the Russian helicopter that they took, just like that freaking officer that crossed the river and probably like took from there. They could be doing stuff like that as part of their main shaping. Okay. The Institute of Study of War argued that the Russian authorities likely moved against Prigozhin. I'm telling you, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. They killed him. Yeah. Uh, the morning after General Armed Forces of Ukraine notes you, you, uh, Russians. Okay. So the Russians are shelling Robotine. Now, some of these guys, like this guy, um, you guys can see I scroll through a lot of these feeds as I roll through here, like a lot of different feeds. There's a couple people that this guy is not really one I fully trust. This one's definitely not one I fully trust. They like I just basically take a lot of this information. Over the last year, I have a bunch of people and compile it and see who's actually... I don't know. Some of these people that I, I look at, like this guy, there's nothing wrong with him, but I know he's on the Ukrainian side of things, so he's always going to push that kind of agenda. And like, I have to bait, literally double check and triple check everything that comes out of certain one of these people. But this one probably is true. I don't know. Ukrainian artillery hit and destroyed a sabotage reconnaissance group of Russian forces north. I mean, that's very small. When you're talking about a, a large scale war, like, that's probably not something that should be reported on that much. It's not really that big of a deal. Like no, they, they, it's not really that's sh- that's who really cares because it's people it's are not. And I think the reason that you see like and I've, I've noticed this as well going through like when there's not a lot going on, people are always trying them. to put out content. And so the content that they're putting out is like, hey, look, this little thing got hit here. And in reality, there's just not that much movement on the front. There's nothing. like So so like when we're in Afghanistan, when we get a tick. It's like, OK, so the next element down the way is also in a tick and you can hear him on the radio and no one's like getting excited about it. It's like, okay, so no, it's, it's just another firefight. It's, it's another firefight. That's kind of what I see with this kind of stuff. So a lot of stuff that you guys see when I scroll through here is a lot of junk that people like, okay, here's another one. He said, recreating 96 artillery hit and destroyed a large self-prepared artillery position of the Russians. Like, it's one piece of equipment. One piece of equipment. Like, cool. He took out, they, I mean, that's great. But that's but, that's the content that they put out. That's what they have. There's really not that much content out there today on the front line. Which, just I mean, there. it's fine. I, we haven't seen... There hasn't been any movement up inside of Kupiansk, though? No. Okay, well, that's kind of a big deal as well, because I think a few... We, a week ago or so, you said that there was a possibility they were going to take that... Actually, I'm going to go ahead and scroll over to there. I'm yeah, scroll up there to north. I'll talk through it. Yeah, so, go up there outside Kupiansk. Oh, I like doing this. There she picture. is. There she goes. That big yellow nipple whoa, sticking whoa, whoa, out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here we go. All right, All right so... Can, oh. I get the, can I get the joystick? Yeah, you want the joystick? Can I, can I drive for a sec? It actually kind of looks like they did take... Or it's contested, I guess no, you would say. No, it's not it contested. contested. So this is... This is the place that we were talking about. Oh, God. No wonder why you did that. It's backwards. It's backwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is the village that we were talking about. So Kupiansk, just to be clear, is here. This is, what, 10, 10 clicks know, or so? Something like that. Actually, about 10 it's, clicks, it's, eight. it's four miles. I, I just saw the scale. Okay. Yeah. So eight clicks-ish yeah. away from Kupiansk. And this is the village that is not contested, but Russia claims that they have control over. And this is where this village in particular is where a lot, and I mean a lot, of the propaganda videos started coming out over the last couple of days. And people have taken those videos that were put out that were reportedly from here. And those freaking videos of them driving through the city were actually like all the way down south, like way the hell down here. So they were able to geolocate them and they know for a fact that that wasn't them. When you look at where this was at the only thing that's really changed is the fact that ukraine's not claiming like over in this area right here is where ukraine was conducting their counteroffensive, and ukraine was doing a good job at like staving them off and keeping them back and that counteroffensive has disappeared off all of the maps and and ukraine's been very very silent about it 
they haven't said a dang word about what they're actually doing. They're saying that they're doing a good job, that mm. they're that they're holding them off, but nothing's really come out. Russia is claiming that they're sitting in the high ground outside of the city right here, like all the way back over here, sitting in the high ground outside the city waiting to come in. But again, there's no frontline movement. All the reporting and stuff that we see, you know, when there was major battles going on down in Raboni, how much video footage was it easy to get? Like these soldiers are recording stuff and they're uploading it and they're putting it out. How how much video footage was they able to get? There's just simply nothing coming out of here. And and in addition to that, we've got propaganda videos that Russia's producing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like throughout that entire area. So, so I think that there's just not a lot going on up there right now. I think they're I think Ukraine's digging in, holding and waiting. And Russia hasn't it hasn't got its crap together and isn't isn't really moving in yet. Or they don't have the ability. Could be. I mean, look at that line. Look at that secondary line right there. Which the uh, just no no no. I'm talking about the line of defense. On the this Russian sucker. Side. No, I'm talking about back behind that farther. Oh, back. that yeah, sucker. Look at that thing. Yeah. No, that's no joke. Uh, look at that. My God. Yeah, that's Weak. no joke. No, they're they're dug in like ticks back there. But so all it would take is one little area to punch through, and then it can completely crumble. But they have so much ground to cover before they even get there. Oh yeah, no, I so I, much ground to cover before they, they haven't been there. able. To, the Ukrainians have not been able to cover and take any of this ground for I don't even know how many months now. So. Yeah. So let's go down here and let's take a let's take a Ganderbuck moot. Um been looking at it. Now something interesting, I don't know if we talked about it, but there was a team of snipers that got highlighted from the area. There's like ten of them. No, I don't I didn't hear about this. So yeah, these guys are really cool. So there's a, a, a group of snipers that are down in, in Bachmut that are going in at night and infilling. I've got a video of it somewhere. If I can find it, I'll throw it up on the screen for everybody. But these guys are they're they're going in and they're sniping like either high level individuals or like different ones, but they've got a metric ton of kills for like the 10 really? number of guys. Yeah. The commander of the team's got like 30 Damn. confirmed. That is, that like is going actually, in there. so they're actually reaping havoc them. in there. God, that's so yeah. much fun. Just thinking about, I mean, that really sounds fun to me. I ain't gonna lie. Like if I, if I, if you could, if you can, I don't know, I, I'd have to be about 10 years younger, not married, no kids. And to, I would, I would be there in a heartbeat like then and not actually injured. To, right. to be able to snipe dudes, just go out at night and just start sniping. Yeah, no, dudes. I like. I would like to be on there. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, if, if I was, if I was younger, not in, not having like back issues, there's a lot of stuff that have to happen here. But not married and have no kids, I'd be over there in a heartbeat. I have nothing else to lose. Yeah, I would be there literally. If if I could, if I can implant myself with them boys and have that kind of fun, oh, I'd be a blast. It'd be a lot of fun. Hey, like I know for a fact those dudes are having a lot of fun, but I also know that it's a very sketchy ass situation that those dudes are, yeah. are are going in over there they're infilling in like up armors dismounting really and then, they're infilling in up armors they're infilling in up armors and they or, gotta be walking a four four clicks it, 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 yeah they're definitely doing an offset and yeah. walking in and setting in overnight and then sniping dudes and leaving that's what they're God, doing over there. i'm telling you though that like just that adrenaline like thinking about it i remember like they just 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 even when we were in afghanistan we would do those random things at night and we would just Walk out, just walk, and just sit there. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I actually enjoy just walking and sitting there and listening. Remember when they were running, I don't know if they were running drugs and or guns at night, but they would ride around in their little bikes, and we could see them at night. Clearly, we could see everything, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't have their lights on. I just remember just watching them ride around. And like, go move around. Did yeah, I ever, just, did I ever I tell you about the... I love that. Ever tell you about the war I waged on motorcycles on my last trip? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not uh, kidding when I tell you this. Like, really? I... No, bro. I straight up waged a serious war on motorcycles on my last one. Because you know how, like, the Taliban was using bikes just to cruise through and around the area? Yeah. You know, like, that's their primary mode of transportation. It's like, like motorcycle plus AK equals Taliban. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a pretty standard package yeah. for those suckers moving through there. So I got 
livid because I got tired of them doing that crap. And so what I ended up doing was every time we hit an objective and like we're working our way up to the objective, you'd always find their motorcycle stash in the bushes, hiding outside somewhere or whatever. You go through, you take contact, kill a bunch of Talibs, you know, do your thing. And afterwards, as we're doing like, uh, you know, as we're doing uh, SSE, mm-hmm. like sensitive yeah. site exploitation, as we're doing sensitive site exploitation. So we're going through, grabbing intel, doing everything else, gathering weapons, bipping weapons, blown up weapons and equipment, explode, whatever. I made a point. I made a point to grab those damn motorcycles and stack them as best as I could and line them with as much C4 as I could and just blow massive fireballs into the sky as we were exfilling out of there. Every single Taliban motorcycle I came, I was tired of that crap because it's exactly what they do. Like it's, it's part of it. Like you want to like knocking out logistics is extremely important. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, got, yeah, I, I got, had so many <laughs> motorcycle kills under my belt. It was insane. You just made me start thinking about something too. I remember you weren't there. Your your kid was just born. So you know, your twins were born. Your twins were just born and we had got called out in QRF. I'm going to make a very short story because this is actually a really long one. I'll make it short. QRF hopped on a bird. We're refitting with grenades. And I think his name is Dalmau. You remember him? Yeah, I remember that guy. So he had never flown on a bird before. Thought he was about to get in some crazy contact. Yeah. We brought, they told us to bring an extra guy. So we brought a guy, which was him. We'd land. I'll never forget this. We'd land and there was body bags stacked up. And I was like, that's weird. That has never happened to me before. Why is there body bags stacked here? We had to load all the body bags onto the bird. Mm-hmm. And Dalmau had to go sit with the body bags at, um, whatever. So big. that, so that poor bastard was like, cool. I'm going to go get in a tick. Yeah. Jumped on the aircraft to go help. He gets off the aircraft. There's just body bags. Body and bags. then he's left to babysit, babysit dead people. That that's what he did. That sucks. But it wasn't even our people. It was like Afghans and Afghan SF guys. that were yeah. inside the body bags, but it was, um, I think it was probably like six or seven of them civilians and, in, in, in SF guys. But as we landed, I remember it was a really, really hot landing. Like it was landed, dismount loaded thing was gone but as we're going through i i remember i just got in this collot and we had all the mams all rounded up inside of this collot and i didn't, i had oh my god this is bringing it gave me goosebumps on my legs i'd been there for like 30 seconds dude quick like literally a bird just took off and a damn um grenade gets thrown over the top of the collot wall and like this is like and i didn't realize like i'm like goosebumps thinking about it this is the closest combat we had ever experienced at that time and it was like in this small village thing like very small and everybody there was taliban like it was just straight littered through one of those kind of areas where no one had ever been in a long time and i remember just i'm gonna gonna make this story really short but as we were going through every single one of the uh, Afghan SF commando guys we were with was taking their knives and stabbing every one of the tires on every single bike as they went through. Yeah, I every it. one of them. Every one of them got stabbed. I just, it. It's kind of a random story, but that story is really long. Yeah. I'll never forget. That. <laughs> like they were checking to make sure dudes were dead by like kicking them in the nuts or poking their eyes and stuff right. with their barrels. They're like, oh, we don't know if you're dead or not. Because right. it was like house to house as we were cleared. Yeah, you got to do that I crap. I just like I just you. You that. have like, to. Like, like you don't have time to sit there. And, okay. First time I saw so, it. So here's look. I made a comment in yesterday's video where uh, when we were showing the video of Robotny mm-hmm. and that. So somebody commented and actually said that that building that we said looked like a headquarters building or that would have been used as a headquarters they was actually a school, a school in the village. Yeah, but guess awesome. what? It, it probably I, been I, a school, but it also guess what? It was probably a headquarters building. Uh, right. Now, how many, how many now, times we the thing, now the thing that I said was that. It looks like when America liberated Baghdad. 
Yeah, we and people were like, oh, you're spitting pro-Russian propaganda. No, I'm not. What? Like, you got to understand that, like, when I, I have literally stood in areas that look 10 times worse than that because of what we had to do in order to clear people out. And so when Ukraine's pushing it and moving into these cities and into these villages and they're forced to fight that heavily, those buildings do get destroyed because the enemy doesn't want to leave. And most of the time they're left with no other option but to level it. I had literally been in contact to the point where we had, I don't even know how many kilometers worth, probably five to 10 kilometers worth of every single building completely and totally leveled. And it was to the point that after we secured it, we had to go back in and then do our SSE. And you're just literally sifting through rubble. And it's not civilians getting schwacked. It's not any of that. It is literally enemy fighters getting schwacked in those areas. And yeah. it takes that long to go back and through. So that that village, it's going to take forever to get reestablished. Like it's going to take a long time. I know it's going to sound really terrible, but I personally don't care if a school gets leveled. I don't. Not in a war zone like that because they're being used for, I know what they're being used for. I don't care. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. It's a, it's the reason why they're using these pieces. They're not really, I'm not gonna say like hospitals, but they're using the big ones. It says every other building in that, that town is just a small house. It's worth it. It's like, very, it's not very big. It's, it's just small. Them, yeah. So they need a large area of which a school is perfect. And it has a big yard to park their vehicles right. and house their men. And the no, school is perfect. It's perfect for them. So, I mean, it's, if it gets leveled and the Russians in it, who cares? Cause guess what? At the end of this war, it's either going to be, I'm sure a lot of American money is going to go into it, but also the Russians, if if they if the Ukrainians do win, the amount of reparations that they're going to have to pay out to fix everything is insane. It's going to be insane. who cares? Level every school in the southern portion of Ukraine if you have to, if you're going to push them out. Who cares at that point? Yeah, doesn't that, matter. They're going to anyway. You know what that feel good video reminded me of yesterday? And oh, those, like, yeah, yeah, that feel good video reminded me of what, like a couple of the villages that we liberated and how happy the people were. To be able to send their kids back to school yeah. and be able to do things and like we that. we just like build schools same. of them anyway. That's the other thing is when America came through and like we destroyed a bunch of stuff, guess what we did? We, we threw a it. ton of money at contractors and they absolutely throttled us. They wouldn't work. We still paid them. It was the most schemish thing I've ever had to deal with. But guess what? We did it. Right. Well, I think we should go live here in a second. I really do. I really want to go live. Should we go live? Yeah, let's go live. Let's cut this. We, let's cut this. Let's go live. Yeah. Let's go live. We're going to go live. I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Go check out the sponsor. There'll be linked in the very top description. Other than that, I love you guys. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. See you guys. Tomorrow. Oh, God. I'll look down like